WGBB Sports Talk Flashback. And good evening, everyone, and welcome to the Rotisserie Hour. And uh, if you've ever attended a rotisserie draft, uh, you probably know what that opening piece was all about. And if you haven't, well, now let's see if we can learn about it. And I hope you're all ready for this, because for the next 60 minutes, you'll be able to talk rotisserie sports. You can talk about your leagues, about your teams, your players, and your strategies. This program uh, will be designed to be a forum for rotisserie players, and it'll be a chance for all you rotisserie fans to express both your views and ideas. And it's also a chance for all you sports fans out there to learn a little bit more about rotisserie leagues. You can learn how to get into a league, how to start a league, and most of all, how to play the game. My name is Lenny Melnick. My co-hosts this week and every week, Erwin Zwilling and Sandy Stoll. And you can call us at area code 516-955-1240 at WGBB. And Erwin, I got to tell you, nine years ago when we started our rotisserie career, did you ever think that we would be doing this? And did you ever think that rotisserie leagues would be as popular as they are today? Rotisserie. Well... Rotisserie is not cooking. We first have to tell everybody that um, this isn't a cooking show. Uh, nine years ago, we saw an article in the New York Times, and uh, in the article, they had all CEOs and CFOs sitting around a table and trading ball players. That particular time, I figured I'd find out about it. Called the Times, spoke to the person who was involved in the draft and the trading, and he told me I had a five-year waiting list. At that point, Len... Had to be big. Had to be big. And it's getting bigger every day. You know, uh, Sandy Stoll, a, another interesting case. Sandy came into our baseball league, what, about four or five years ago? Yeah, four years ago. Four right. years ago. It came in green. I mean, a green rookie. Never been in a rotisserie or fantasy league before. Now, this league that he came into was a fairly sophisticated league, and I'm talking about I'm talking about owners who would fly down to Florida, Irwin, and uh, try to <laughs> and try to find that player that nobody knows about. I'm talking about some owners who would also uh, subscribe to out-of-town newspapers. And, Sandy, uh, who the heck did you have on that team? Sandy wound up winning six of the eight categories offered, blew the team, blew the whole league away, and uh, I can't figure out who you had. Oh, believe it or not, my key player was Chris James. Chris James. But... He's still playing and still doing the same thing that he did four years ago. That's right. Nothing. 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 But it, it just kind of showed. I mean, the whole key to rotisserie is most of us are kids at heart. Most of us loved baseball or whatever rotisserie sport growing up as a kid. And when I got into rotisserie sports, it was just a throwback to my childhood, just studying the statistics and I just found it such a great release. The more I did it, the more I got into it and, and – uh, Believe me, uh, I think it proved that uh, almost anybody can get into rotisserie sports and do fairly well as long as you do. You love the game, you do a little bit of preparation, and uh, you get a lot of luck. You can have a good team. One thing, Sandy, who traded you, Chris James? You did. And, uh, for, for a pick, I think. For a pick. I traded you the league. Wonderful. Well, you know, this is a program. It's a sports show. It's a call-in show. Once again, you can call us. At area code 516-955-1240. The thing that you will not hear is you probably will not hear us rooting for the Yankees to win the pennant. And uh, 
we all would love the Yankees to win the pennant. We do love the Yankees. However, we we uh, really love Danny Tartable, okay? And Paul O'Neill, respectively. Paul it's, a, it's a situation where you you root for your teams, but you love your players. Well, we have we have a call from Mike in Valley Stream. Go ahead, Mike. Mike? Hey, how you doing? Okay. I was wondering, do you know who's starting uh, quarterback for the Atlanta Falcons this season? Well, that's a big controversy over there uh, between Bobby Bear and Chris Miller. Uh, Miller is the quarterback. Bear is the second-string player right now. But uh, according to the Atlanta newspapers, anything could happen. As you know, Miller is not the kind of player who can generally finish the whole season. But uh, we will do some more work on that as the uh, exhibition season continues. And I think by our show next week, if it hasn't been announced, we'll know about it. Uh, one thing, one thing we should we should stress is that we're we will attempt to cover uh, the NFL uh, a little bit at a time. We're going to try. We've got uh, somebody coming on from Wayland from Minnesota. From we Minnesota. had a uh, sports writer from Minnesota uh, to talk about the uh, situation with Terry Allen and who will getting uh, who'll be getting playing time out there. So we thank you for your call, Mike. Okay, thanks a lot. Naked Wind Sepstead, you're on the air. Yeah, how you doing, guys? Pretty good. How you doing, Nick? Pretty good. Listen, um, I wanted to ask you guys a few questions. Um, be taking both baseball and football calls tonight? Uh, we're mainly taking baseball right now. In the second segment, we'll uh, field some football calls. Okay, I wanted to ask you guys a couple questions. Um, first off, I've been having an argument with this for a couple of guys. Do you guys think that Billy Swift's going to win the Cy Young in the National League? <laughs> Billy Swift, after today, probably not. Um... He really got wrapped up. He's having he's having a tremendous year. Yeah. Um, it's you know it's really, I I suppose that I'd feel a little more comfortable saying he will win the Cy Young if the Giants hold on. Uh-huh. Uh, if the Braves uh, do manage to overtake the Giants, uh, he may lose out to a guy like Lavin. Mm-hmm. Possible. What? Oh, okay. I wanted to ask you a couple other questions. Um, um, do you expect like any more from Barry Bonds? Like, like what do you think his final totals are going to be for this year? <laughs> What do you think, uh, guys? No, Barry's not finished. I think the Giants may be finished, but I think Barry's got a way to go. Listen, Barry Bonds is Barry Bonds. Looking at it from a rotisserie angle, we all know who Barry Bonds is. He'll continue. There's no reason why he shouldn't. He's done it for, uh, what, two, three years in a row? Yeah. Well, uh, one, you know, one uh, question, Nick. Does your, does your league um, take care of stolen bases as well? Uh, yeah, it does. Well, it's you know Bonds really, although he's got tremendous offensive numbers, he's not the four category player he's always been. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a real that's a real problem, and and that's uh, uh, that's the type of player that we as owners tend to trade off. Mm-hmm. We tend to get rid of those people because it's pretty hard to imagine that he's going to run up any more than a combination of let's say 210, 215 runs and RBIs together. Mm-hmm. Oh, we've got, uh, I, I thank you for your call, Nick. Thank you. Now we've got a tough one coming up. We've got Ira from Woodland Hills, California. Let's see who Ira is. Ira, you're on the air. Uh, Len and uh, Erwin, how are you? Pretty good. Hey. hey, gentlemen, I want to congratulate you from the top of my head to the tip of my toes for this type of show. Thank you. Are you really calling from Woodland Hills, California? Honest, it's the Amos, guys. Honest to God. All right, go ahead. How'd you find out about us? Uh, I have a friend in New York, uh... And uh, who, who saw the, uh, the write-up on it and mailed it to me, and uh, I said, i got to set my schedule to speak to you, gentlemen. I'll well, keep those calls coming, Ira. Uh, what do you want to know? Okay, I've been in the fantasy business now for five years. 
and the the movement is getting bigger and bigger and bigger, as you guys know, because here you got your own show on the air. It's so big that we're here, Irish. <laughs> yeah, and I just wanted to tell you that uh, we run one of the uh, biggest uh, fantasy uh, leagues around the country that cater to the individual person. That's interesting. Around the country. Sure. Because there's, you know, the whole thing started, as you guys probably know, 1982 at the La Rotisserie restaurant in New York City. That's right, that's right. And that's how it got its name. Um, And we started out saying, hey, we don't want to compete with the rotisserie people. Let's start a fantasy where every guy that's out there in the United States has a chance to play. Because the movement is getting stronger and stronger. By the way, I don't know if you guys know it, but the state of uh, um, Montana just accepted fantasy sports and put it into its state charter. Let's all move to Montana. Hey, here we go. I read uh, there are there are seven states that presently have that um, to be passed. It, it should be passed within the next three months. There was there are seven states. It was in Baseball Weekly today. Hey, Ira, drop us a line, okay? And let's okay keep can I say the, one more thing, guys? Sure thing. Uh, is there any way I can give a plug for my company? Uh, sure, go ahead. Uh, anybody that wants to get interested, we do fantasy baseball, football, and basketball. Uh, we have operators standing by. Our toll-free number out here is area code 800-776-4942. And uh, operators are standing by, and we still have time to get you into a fantasy Ira, football league. Ira, I think you should call us at the station, and maybe we can work out something for a sponsorship. Yeah, Thanks for your call. Chances, Ira. Thanks a lot. Thank you. Thank you very much, gentlemen. Let's okay. talk to Dennis from Whitestone. Hello, Dennis. Yeah. Yes, sir, you're on the air. How you doing? Uh, okay. I think this show you guys are running is great. Thank you. Thank you very much. What's on your mind? Yeah, I want to talk about fantasy football. Uh, I'm in our league, uh, you know, Sports Fantastic runs it. And uh, I want to know, um, why do people tend to take offensive players rather than defensive players? It's much more exciting to watch. And defensive players, you know, you have guys who make tackles, and that's okay. But you have interceptions and fumbles. A lot of that is luck. I know. It, I realize it's uh, being at the right place at the right time, but you could have a tremendous defensive player who may not intercept a pass, recover a fumble, and basically those are the categories that are used. And I think that's why uh, defensive statistics may not be used. Thanks for your call. We'll take Paul in New Hyde Park. You got about thirty seconds, Paul. Go ahead. All right. I have a rules question. So if, we'll, we'll give it a shot, Paul. All right. If for argument's sake, uh, let's say a $30 player gets injured and he's released by his rotisserie team, and then a couple of months later he's picked up by a different rotisserie team, what's his salary? Is it $30 or is it $10? Every, every league has a different uh, structure as far as that goes. I've been in some leagues where you could any player that was in the unpicked players pool uh, was 10 was 5 Well, uh, what do you do? What we do in our league is that the, uh, – we don't really have a salary cap. We just uh, start out with a certain amount, and that's it. Well, most of most of the leagues that I've seen, Paul, maintain their value. Even if he's just a free agent, rather? That's correct. That's right, can correct. I have time, have time for one more question? Hurry up, Paul. you got about 15 seconds before the break. All right, I'll call you back next week, then. All right, thanks Take for your call, Paul. Well, and we're hitting it off. We got some calls. That means there are people listening, and we thank you all. We really we know do. there's at least six so far. Yeah, and everybody's on the Meadowbrook Parkway. <laughs> okay, uh, we're going to take a break now, and uh, you're listening to Rotisserie Sports. We're talking baseball, football, basketball. We're talking anything. Uh, we'll be back with a weekend review, and it'll be coming from a rotisserie angle. At uh, the second break, we'll have Jim Berger. And Jim is a correspondent from Philadelphia, and uh, he may even break a story or two. Our feature segment tonight will be call-ups, the September call-ups. And then we'll hit on the NFL. We realize that there are some drafts uh, in the near future. 
So we'll, we'll try to take uh, some football calls, maybe give you a couple of sleeper picks, and hopefully uh, Mary Schmidt, sports writer out in Minnesota, can give us a little insight what's happening out there with the Minnesota Vikings. So uh, just keep calling in. We'll be back with more Rotisserie Sports right after this. If you're looking for a new and exciting place to dine, why don't you try Mims? You'll really enjoy the friendly and casual atmosphere Richie Cutler has created. But most of all, you will love the food. You know, some people have called eating at Mims a culinary treat, while others have called Mims an experience in fine cuisine. But you know what? I call it good food. And that's just what you'll get at Mims. Good food and great surroundings. Try the fresh salmon, swordfish, pasta, and creative salads. Top it off with Mims' favorite homemade desserts. Remember, Friday and Saturday, Mims says a DJ at 11. And don't forget, Monday night football at Mims. Call 364-2144 for reservations. That's 364-2144. It's great food at Mims, 33 Berry Hill Road in Syosset. How many games can you think of? That you can play as an adult with the same love and enthusiasm that you had as a kid. Well, if you're still thinking, how about Stratomatic? You know, for the past 33 years, Stratomatic games have been enjoyed by countless thousands of sports fans all over the country. Stratomatic games have been handed down from father to sons to now third-generation kids. When you sports fans go to work all day, you come home and you start complaining of stress, well, here's what you do. Don't take a drink. Don't even call your doctor, and God forbid, don't take a nap. Just take out your Stratomatic game and play it. Let's get back to basics. You loved it as a kid, so you'll love it now. Go down the basement or go up in the attic, play your Stratomatic game, and get rid of your stress. You know, Stratomatic has taken on all the video games around and still the most realistic sports game you can find. For baseball, football, basketball, and hockey, call Stratomatic at 1-800-645-3455. 1-800-645-3455. Stratomatic. You know the Apple Macintosh. It's helped your kids in school. It's helped put your business on the map and your house in order. You may not know Macintosh for hot, steaming, money-saving deals. If hot, steaming, money-saving deals intrigue you, then listen as our loud announcer introduces on-the-spot rebates. Thank you. Thank you. This is so great. Here's an opportunity to save big-time cash money bucks on qualifying Apple Macintosh computers, the PowerBook, even peripherals. For instance, buy a Centra 610 with a built-in CD-ROM drive, and you'll save $300. And if you're thinking personal laser eye or NTR, you'll save $200. Now you needn't be a logician to deduce. The more you buy, the more you save. But Apple's generous rebates are available only for a limited time, only while supplies last, and only at your participating authorized Apple reseller. So what are we waiting for? What indeed? Come on, everybody, let's go. A bit much, isn't it? Nonsense. <laughs> All right, all you sports collectors, this show you've been asking about is not only right here on WGBB, but now it's a full two hours of all the information you want. It's the Sports Collectors Radio Show, the first and only national radio show of its kind devoted exclusively to sports collecting. Your host, John Rabin, features the latest news and views on baseball cards, autographs, and all type of sports memorabilia every Sunday night at 8 p.m. for a full two hours. Listen to the Sports Collectors Radio Show every Sunday night here on the station that's giving you more of what you want, 1240 WGBB. You're listening to Long Island's Community Station, 1240 WGBB. Now back to the Rotisserie Hour with your hosts, Sandy Stoll, Irwin Zwilling, and Len Melnick. And we are back on Station WGBB, 
1240 on your dial. It's Long Island's community station. We're talking rotisserie baseball. And, uh, Sandy, uh, the week in review from a rotisserie angle, I'm not really interested in if the Yankees are one game behind or two games behind. Let's talk some rotisserie week in review. Okay, let's talk about a few players to start. Uh, number one, Philadelphia shortstop Kevin Stocker. Is this guy for real or what? The kind of week that he had and the numbers he's putting up, what do you think? You think he can continue it, and is he going to play for the rest of the year? Is he well, going to be their starting shortstop? That's um, that's a question that uh, Jim Berger. Uh, I've been uh, hoping that I can ask him that question. Okay. He's been he's been touting Stocker for over a year, and Philadelphia has been hot on him because of his glove. But this kid's come up and just ripped up the league with speed and power. And and I, I've seen him play once. He looks like a terrific player, but I've got my doubts. But We'll speak to Jim about that. I think he's going to make it for the rest of the year. I think he's going to be their guy. I wanted to touch on California a little bit. There's two players who um, interesting could put up some interesting statistics. The first baseman, J.T. Snow, just called up again. Uh, will the stint in the minor leagues help him out? Will he start putting up some big numbers, hitting some home runs? Uh, also, Eddie Perez at third base has shown some power and also a, a little bit of speed. 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 Yeah. speed. His value is right there. If the guy steals a couple of bases at third base... Then this guy's going to be some player. Let's take another call. You want to take another call? Yeah, let, let's take uh, Barry, uh, excuse me, Steve from Syosset on line two. Go ahead. Steve, you're on the air. Hello, Steve. All right. Well, we don't have Steve just yet. Okay. I think, okay. I think our engineer uh, just uh, went to see how the football pool was going out there. Uh, All right. Let's keep let's You keep, know, there's uh, a lot of guys. On you know, there's one guy who may be in a lot of unpicked players' pools, and that's Sandy Alamore Jr., uh, the guy's come um, back great. Um, unbelievable. We've drafted him two years in a row, and he's he's just done nothing. And now he's just he's come back with a vengeance. He's just he's just absolutely done everything we've thought, and then some because he steals bases as well. He's uh, in the years we've had him, we've watched him steal at the beginning of the year three four bases. And if I'm not mistaken, uh, Alamore has he's had, he's had how many? Nice he's got yeah, he's got a couple of steals this year. He's yeah. got a couple of steals, mm-hmm. and he has them recently too, which only means he's feeling good. But I'll tell you what, a lot of guys are probably jumping on Jeremy Burnett's. I don't I don't care for the guy. Uh, he's just he's uh, he's got a tremendous rap on him that he's uh, he's a very light hitter. Uh, but he looks he looks great. He looks absolutely terrific. What about Eric Hellman? What do you think? Of, uh, uh, I, I, think uh, I think I think the Knicks could use Eric Hellman. Let's <laughs> <laughs> try to go back to the phones. Steve from Syosset. Sorry about before, Steve. You're Steve, on you're on the air. Hello. Hello, Steve. You're there. Yeah, I'm here. Boys, it's a great idea. I don't know if you heard me before. No, we no, didn't. we didn't, Steve. Okay. Steve, who are you talking right? to? <laughs> Steve, you talk to yourself a lot? We didn't hear you before. <laughs> yeah, go ahead, Steve. The connection is not that good. All right, go ahead. Uh, let me ask you a question about the Houston Astros uh, bullpen. What do you think is going to happen there? Well, uh, it's a touchy situation right now. Doug Jones is the closer at this it. point. He's, he's put in a couple of good weeks. In fact, his stats the last few weeks are pretty impressive. I think he has an ERA around two. He's gotten some saves. He looks like he's turned it around, but don't look for him to be the long-term answer. Uh, I think Xavier uh, Hernandez, the X-Man, is always going to be the setup guy there. I don't see him getting a shot. Look for Todd Jones to get the shot sometime later in the year. 
most definitely for the 1994 season, but he could possibly be the closer for September. Yeah, they're going to give him a shot. This guy throws in the mid-90s, and he was groomed to be the closer. And, I mean, I just can't see them. I don't see them going with Doug Jones much longer. Steve, thanks for your call. Okay. Thank you, Steve. Okay, uh, just touching on relief a little bit, I think that's one of the most wide-open areas right now in rotisserie. There are so many teams where... You just don't even know who the closer is because of injuries, uh, because of call-ups, for whatever. And I wanted to briefly discuss that. Um, let's just take Baltimore. Olsen, you don't know when he's coming <laughs> back. Know. I well, know you have him. We uh, have him, and we called Baltimore. Oh, Irwin. boy, Irwin, did you. Take this one. Oh, did I? I wish you could have heard this interview that Irwin did with the public relations people in Baltimore. Oh, folks, I pressed this PR guy all the way. I pleaded with him, go on the hook. Who's the stopper? Is it Froworth? Is it Mills? In, in tears, he said to me, uh, it's, it's just whoever Oates wants to put in. It's just there's no indication as to who's going to be the stopper there. And uh, I think he's right, Len. I, I, think that, I, I think that they're really going to spread it around. I saw Mills got the save the other night in, the, um, in, that, right. in that close game the other night. That was his first save. And uh, Froworth, Froworth is Froworth. Froworth is a tough right-handed pitcher that is just misery on right-handed hitters. But Olsen is throwing, so if you do have him, don't give up on him. Hold on to him. It's only an elbow. All right, let's try Dan from Plainview. Go ahead, Dan. Hello, Dan. Hi, how you doing? How are you? Okay, I'm the commissioner of the Bombo Rivera Fantasy Baseball League. Great right. name. Great Rivera. name. Bombo. Expos, right? No, well, actually, yes, but he was also on the Twins. That's my team. All right, go ahead. Uh, two matter. things. Number one, as a commissioner, um, I'm looking at buying a computer. Are you guys familiar with software applications for, uh, you know, maintaining leagues and uh, do you recommend any of them? Well, uh, the, I think I think the only one that I've seen uh, that I'm I'm familiar with is the USA Today. They have a they have a pretty good setup where you're able to maintain your league stats. But I'll be honest with you, if your if your league grows to the point where the transactions become overwhelming, believe me when I tell you, we've been in a league. Where we tried handling the stats internally, right. it's a headache. It's a headache, and if you if you speak to Fast Stats, who we will be uh, sponsor, who will be sponsoring us, uh, I think their I think their prices are very reasonable, and I think you'll be it'll be a relief rather than a job. Okay. Uh, the second thing is I just wanted to throw out a general proposition, and you tell me if you agree with me. Uh, I've won two years in a row, and I think the main reason is I ignore pitching in the draft. I go for hitting. I go for young hitters between, like, 25 and 28 years old because you have a pretty good idea that they're going to be consistent. Pitching is very inconsistent. Uh, I can't think of many pitchers who have been consistent three years in a row. How much do they spend for Roger Clemens this year? Well, that's an example. <laughs> there you go. Doug Drabeck? Yeah, I, I think I, I could agree with that strategy. My strategy had always been to take um, interesting pitchers who went for low value, uh, coming off an injury year, uh, maybe pitchers on bad teams that might give you good uh, ERA ratio but might not go for that much because they're not the 20-game winners. Right. And, uh, and you, you just never know from year to year. But when you have a good young hitter, uh, he will normally be consistent, and that's part of my strategy is to um, go after – I usually go after um, closers and hitting and pitching as a secondary. So yeah. I, I can agree with that strategy. 
Okay, and anybody coming up September 1st that we should watch out for? We're going to be we're going to be dealing with that. Uh, we're going to be dealing with September call-ups. Uh, That's going to be know, after the break. We're going to go stay into with that. us. Yeah, stay we got with Jim us. Berger coming up, and then we'll get into September call-ups. Thanks for your call. Okay, let's try Eileen in Oceanside. Eileen, you got about 30 seconds. Oh hi, I just wanted to ask you two questions. One was um, I play the fantasy leagues. I play with Ira. He's who happened to call. I also play in, in Wanta in the league. And that's a draft. And I um, drafted Neil Anderson kind of high. Do you think that was a mistake? You're talking about football now. Yeah, football, right. Talking, I think Neil Anderson has uh, seen his best days. Uh, the running back who seems to be coming on there in Chicago was Darren Lewis. And uh, I think the Chicago Bears are having a very hard time getting used to uh, the new system over there. The Ditka era is the over. The Ditka era is over, and they're having some problems. Thanks for your call, Eileen. Okay, thanks. Let's go to Joe in Valley Stream. Joe? Um, hi guys. How are you? All right. Um, I was I was wondering. Um, I, I had my football draft already, and um, and I didn't like the team I picked. But I was wondering, do you guys know um, about any dark horse player of the year? Any dark horse player of the year? Well, we're going to get into that a little later on. But I will tell you one thing: Vaughn Dunbar is out for the season in New Orleans. And I don't want to scoop myself, but I have a feeling that there's a kid called named Derek Brown. I don't normally go for rookies in any sport, but Derek Brown, a rookie out of Nebraska, should be getting much of the playing time in New Orleans. I look for him to be a little bit of a sleeper. Thanks for your call. Okay, we're going to come back after this break with Jim Berger with some Philadelphia information. We'll be back with more rotisserie sports, and we're having a great time. <laughs> we'll be back right after this. You know, there's only one thing that can take the fun out of a fantasy league, and that's a bad stat service. If your stats are late, inaccurate, hard to read, or worst of all, if your stat service shuts down halfway through the season, well, your fun turns into nothing but a big headache, and that's why you want Fast Stats. Here's the number to remember, 1-800-475-FAST. That's 1-800-475-FAST. Do you want your stats to be on time? Do you want them to be in a clear, readable format? Do you want to be able to relax? Do you want to know that they're accurate? And most of all, do you want the security of being with a stat service that's been in business since 1986 and hasn't missed a single week? You know, there are some days I'll wake up in the morning, I won't even know what day it is. Then I'll look at my mailbox and bingo, there it is, the stats. I'll know it's Saturday. Fast Stats is the stat service we've used for six years for both basketball and baseball. And now, they do hockey. Call Fast Stats at 1-800-475-FAST for everything you need to get a basketball or hockey league going. That's 1-800-475-FAST. For speed, accuracy, and dependability, it's Fast Stats. If you want to taste bagels made the old-fashioned way from the finest ingredients without preservatives, go to Three Men and a Bagel in Levittown. They're conveniently located at 182 Center Lane between Hempstead Turnpike and North Jerusalem Avenue. Mention to them that you heard this ad and you'll receive a 10% discount on your order. Three Men and a Bagel has a lot more to offer than just hot, delicious bagels. The breakfast and lunch specials cooked to order, salads and muffins, a full line of Boys Head products, dairy items, and a complete line of juices and soft drinks rounds out the varied and impressive products that three men brings to long island they do catering for all occasions bake bagels into any size and shape provide party platters and mini bagels the folks at three men provide comfortable seating in their beautiful and spacious dining area and customer service is second to none the friendly open atmosphere is designed to make you the customer feel comfortable and satisfied with every visit three men in a bagel 182 center lane between hempstead turnpike and north jerusalem avenue in levittown It's cool. It's hot. 
and sometimes daring. It's noisy, peaceful, and quite refreshing. These are the seasonal sounds of a weekend on Long Island. From fishing at Cap Tree to body surfing in Ocean Beach, we have every water activity to whet your appetite. Come enjoy an ocean dive off Marichens, a water slide in Riverhead, or a swim along any of our thousands of miles of beautiful coastline. Discover the undiscovered island, Long Island. To hear more about things to do and enjoy on Long Island, just call for your free Long Island travel guide. That's one eight hundred four four one four six zero one. This message was brought to you by WGBB and the new Long Island Partnership. Looking for something exciting to do? Well, now WGBB has a show filled with ideas. It's called Long Island Arts and Entertainment, and it's your free backstage pass to check out all the upcoming events on Long Island, as well as meet your favorite entertainers. Hosted by arts writer and critic Eleanor Kaplan, Long Island Arts and Entertainment is right here every Thursday night at 6 p.m. on Long Island's community station, 1240 WGBB. You're listening to Long Island's Community Station, 1240 WGBB. Now back to the Rotisserie Hour. With who? With me, with Lenny Melnick, Sandy Stoll, and the incomparable Irwin Zwilling. We're back on WGBB, your community-minded station. And on the line now, we've got from Philadelphia, our Philadelphia correspondent, Jim Berger. Come on in, Jim. How you doing, Lenny? Hey, we're having a great time here. How are you? Jim, you got a lot of stuff going on in Philadelphia. You got the pennant race going. You got the Sean Bradley era. You got the Eric Lindros era. Right. And you got the Randall Cunningham without a knee brace. Right, and looking like he's going to have a real good season. Hi, Jim. It's Erwin Zwilling. Hey, Erwin. How are you? Okay, how are you? You're my inside Philly guy. What's going on there with this kid, Stalker? Is this kid isn't, for real? Isn't he unbelievable? He's incredible. Two he's more incredible. Hits today. He's up to 363. He, uh,. He was hitting 233 when they called him up. And they called him up to catch the ball, not to hit the ball. He's already had uh, two 10-game hitting streaks in his first uh, 33 games. And nobody knows what to make of it. So that all the press seems to be that this kid's for real and this kid's going to stick and all the rotisserie owners should go out there and get him. Well, he's definitely going to stay. He's, he's about as ensconced as a, as a kid can be after 33 games. Uh, whether or not he's going to go on hitting this well, I don't know. Uh, I don't think so. But I th- it looks like he's going to hit uh, at least some. He certainly has, has impressed his teammates. And uh, Fragosi says that he thinks it's a question of better lighting and better pitching around the plate and so forth. And it looks like it just might want to be might just be one of those fluky deals where a guy hits better in the majors than he did in the minors. All right, let's shift a little bit over to the fact that the Phillies are going to clinch this thing. Sooner than later, uh, right. what's gonna what's gonna happen to guys like Crook and Dalton? These guys are these guys are banged up, and they've got a history of being hurt for long periods of time. Are they gonna sit? Well, there's no real strong indication either way as far as that's concerned. My guess is that some guys will sit a little bit more. Um, some guys will not sit. Um, for example, Lenny Dykstra. My guy. My guy. He's going to win it for me. <laughs> Scored number, uh, run number 115 today. So happy to hear it. And, and he's, uh, pardon me? So happy to hear it. Yeah, and he's on a pace to score 147 runs, that means. 
I think they're going to try to leave him in and see what he can do. He's going to try to scored 150 runs in the major league since 1949. Nobody in the National League since 1935. Um, another guy, I think Kruk will is is more than likely going to pretty much stay in the lineup. He's going to stay. I mean, he looks like he has troubles getting up and down the stairs in a dugout. He always looks that way until. He has to move quickly, and then suddenly he can move quickly. He stole a base today. He moved just fine when he stole that base. Oh, boy. The two guys, actually, it's my two guys that I think may do some sitting. Hollins, who has sort of re-injured the the hand that put him on the DL in June, is really struggling a bit right now. And they like Batiste as a a defensive third baseman anyway. So I think after they clinch, assuming that uh, things continue the way they have been, you might see Hollins sit a little bit. Dalton hasn't driven in a run since August 10th, and they've got a, a good, adequate backup in Pratt. I have a feeling you'll see Dalton getting a little bit more rest as the season winds down. But uh, most of the other regulars I think you'll see playing. All right, let's shift a little bit to football. Mm-hmm. Just give us an overview um, about the Eagles. You know, this whole the whole attitude down there has changed. It looks like they're going to open it up a little bit. Have you got just an overview to give us? Yeah, this is a really different kind of Eagles team, I think, than people are used to seeing. The Eagles in the past, of course, have relied on, on defense. And uh, if they got some offense, that was great, but it was the defense that made the team. This year, it looks like it may be just the opposite. Suddenly, they've got a, a solid offensive line, uh, they look like they're going to really be opening things up, installing a new kind of uh, 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 system of uh, calling plays and so forth. They've got uh, deep um, running backs, deep uh, receivers. With Fred Barnett has just uh, signed a three-year contract and appears happy. They've just brought in Mark Duper. Uh, Cunningham is healthy and raring to go. Uh, and the defense is going to struggle. I think what you're going to see is a lot of high-scoring games. Offensive-minded football. Offensive-minded I love football. it. All right, let's 35 shift. Five to thirty games. Let's shift to NBA. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now this is. I love this sport. I love this sport, and I love what's going on you down know there. I do too. But Sean Bradley. I mean, he looks like the coming of Minute Bowl. Is this? I mean, how do they? How do they plan on working with him? Let's come on. Let's break a story now, Jim. <laughs> let's break it. Come on. Well, they are. They are taking their very sizable investment in Sean Bradley very, very seriously, and he's taking it very seriously too. In fact, he. Uh, moved to Philadelphia before he signed, which was a, a real positive, uh, I think showed a real positive attitude. Uh, they brought in Jeff Ruland as an assistant coach to work with him. They signed Moses Malone as his backup to work with him. Uh, and they're, they've invited uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar to come and tutor him. They're there you go. To get Kareem in. They are really spending a lot of, uh, lot of time and money with him. And the question is going to be whether notoriously impatient Philadelphia fans will be just a little bit patient with this guy who, after all, played his freshman year in college and hasn't played since. It hasn't played in two years. Well, it's important that uh, you keep a close eye on that because uh, he's, a, he's a big block shot person, and I'm sure Rotisserones are going to jump on that. One last he's a thing. tremendous athlete. Uh, one last thing, Jim. We yep. want to hit on the Dawkins-Hawkins-Hornacek um, uh, what's going on there? Quickly, we got a minute to go. Quickly, um, it, it, it appears that they want either Hornacek or Hawkins to be the number two guard. They tried last year to make Hornacek a point guard, and while he was serviceable, it really didn't work out as well as, as they hoped. I think they've resigned their fact, resigned themselves to the fact that one of them is going to be the two guard, and quite likely the other one is going to get traded. 
Um, whether Dawkins will then step back in as a point guard is a question mark. Uh, he's not really a pure point guard either. So you could see either Hawkins or Hornacek go for either a pure point guard or a power forward, which is their other big need. They've right. got Weatherspoon pretty well ensconced as the small forward. Uh, power forward, they've got Tim Perry still. Most of the team is gone, as you may or may not know. They've right. well cleaned house. Uh, but uh, Perry was kind of disappointing last year, so there's some question as to whether they will, they will want to start him at power forward. Well, Jim, we've got to run, but uh, I really appreciate it. And you know we'll be in touch constantly, and you'll let us know what's going on down in Philly. And if there's any late-breaking news, please contact us. Will do. Hey, thanks, Jerry. Thank you, guys. Speak to you soon. All right. Bye-bye. Jim Berger, ladies and gentlemen, our Philadelphia correspondent. This guy knows his stuff. We listened to Jim Berger. as he was, He's our guru. Uh, Sandy, we had a caller before. Asking about September call-ups, and this uh, this could put some teams over the top. Well, uh, there's a lot of speculation at this point as to uh, uh, not not only really the September call-up issue, but who's really going to come in and produce and be an everyday player. Um, uh, you know, one area that we started on talking is relief pitching, and that's still an area which is, is really up in the air on a couple of teams. Uh, let's talk about the Pirates real quickly. Right now, Dewey's the closer. They have a fellow, Tony Menendez, oh, in the yeah. minors. 23 saves. And uh, you know that Dewey is not the long-term answer, uh, and they're going nowhere. So you have to assume that Menendez is coming up at some point, and he's going to be the closer. Uh, another team I'm going to talk about is Cleveland, where right now they named DePoto as the save man, and he'll get a shot there. But they also have a fellow, uh, Christopher, in the minors, who might also be uh, uh, a potential closer. So, And, and there's, there's just a number of teams that have uh, just uh, a lot of speculation at the closer spot. Seattle, right now Ted Power is the closer. Uh, they have fellow Holman who just came back who got some saves. Uh, there's, there's just uh, so much speculation on a lot of teams. There's one, there's one thing also, the fact that Lee Smith, I know the Cardinals have been, um, have been trying to move him, and he's been on waivers, and the Cardinals have someone in the minor leagues, Dixon, who's got 19 saves. I'm sure they'd love to just move Smith for something. Well, they, I'm sure they've been trying to do that, and there's still a shot. If they can get the right deal for Smith, they would unload him without a doubt. The other category that goes hand-in-hand hand with saves is the category of stolen bases. This is one player gives you points automatically. See, the California Angels have a fellow by the name of Reggie Williams, who's an outfielder. Now, I don't think Poloni is going to stick with this team. I don't think Poloni is going to be on the team next year. Terrible history. Reggie Williams, and uh, Reggie Williams is a guy who, uh, at last look, he had 45 stolen bases in the minors. He's, uh, he's not, uh, not going to kill your batting average. He may not hit a lot. But here's a guy who's going to come up, and he's going to run. If he gets a chance to play, if they bring him up in September, he'll run. And uh, it's a very good chance that he could steal you some bases. Well, there's also a fellow on the Red Sox, uh, McNeely, an outfielder. Oh, uh, they love him. And they love him. And Hatcher, will, Hatcher, yeah. Hatcher will sit if Boston drops out of the pennant race. You mean to tell me the Red Sox finally have someone with speed at the top of an order? Well, wow. I, read, I read earlier in the season that they were looking at this guy to be a 30-30 man. Now, uh, he hasn't hit a lot of home runs this year. I think he's at one. Well, that's like he won't be, so he'll be a 30-yard. Uh, he, he has not had a good year. He has not hit as well as they thought he would. He's hitting around 250, uh, but he does have over 30 steals. And uh, that's something where, again, when the Red Sox uh, do fall out of the race, 
uh, he could get a call-up and could be their leadoff man for the last few weeks. Well, that's a little bit of September call-ups. Uh, we've got to take a break now. You're listening to WGBB, the Rotisserie Hour, and we'll be back. RR Plumbing Roto-Rooter, may I help you? Is this RR Plumbing Roto-Rooter? Yes. I've got an emergency. Major leaks. But don't panic, sir. Our plumbers are on call to fix virtually any leak 24 hours a day, 7 days a week at the same reasonable rate. Great. I'm alone with the twins, and then this happens. Oh, it's bath time and the water heater's leaking? But... No problem. But... Our plumbers are expertly trained, and all our work is guaranteed. But it's not the water heater that's leaking. A leaky faucet, then. The constant drip, drip, drip is keeping the twins away. No, no, no. Well, our plumbers can fix any leaky faucet. They'll even install new fixtures if you'd like. Great, but my leaks are much worse. A pipe has sprung a leak and the nursery's flooding? That's not it. Well, our plumbers can take care of any leak. Perfect, because the twins have two very leaky diapers. Leaky diapers? Can you help? Cloth or disposable? Cloth. All right, first you pull... RR Plumbing Roto-Rooter. Your 24-hour, seven days a week, same price, day or night, plumber. Licensed plumber, John J. Weissman, New York City, number 549. If you're looking for a new and exciting place to dine, why don't you try Mims? You'll really enjoy the friendly and casual atmosphere Richie Cutler has created. But most of all, you will love the food. You know, some people have called eating at Mims a culinary treat, while others have called Mims an experience in fine cuisine. But you know what? I call it good food. And that's just what you'll get at Mims. Good food and great surroundings. Try the fresh salmon, swordfish, pasta, and creative salads. Top it off with Mims' favorite homemade desserts. Remember, Friday and Saturday, Mims has a DJ at 11. And don't forget, Monday night football at Mims. Call 364-2144 for reservations. That's 364-2144. It's great food at Mims, 33 Berry Hill Road in Syosset. On September 18th and 19th, Newsday's Real Estate Expo is coming to the Nassau Coliseum. If you want to buy or sell a home, don't miss Newsday's Real Estate Expo. Brokers and builders will be there to show you thousands of homes. And Newsday's Real Estate Expo will feature out-of-town properties in Florida and the Carolinas. Plus, free seminars will be conducted all day long. You'll learn everything you need to know before you buy, like how to obtain a mortgage and much more. Newsday's Real Estate Expo will open doors for you fast. Just ask Maxine Atkins from Wontaw. She sold her home in one day at the last Newsday Real Estate Expo. That's right. I listed my house at Newsday's Real Estate Expo on a Sunday and I had a buyer on Monday. Newsday's Real Estate Expo really works. Don't miss Newsday's Real Estate Expo at the Nassau Coliseum on September 18th and 19th from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. It's free. For more information, call 516-843-2435 or 718-575-2500. That's 516-843-2435 or 718-575-2500. You're listening to Long Island's Community Station, 1240 WGBB. Now back to the Rotisserie Hour with your hosts, Sandy Stoll, Irwin Zwilling, and Len Melnick. Well, welcome back, everyone. This is the Rotisserie Hour. We're having a great time here. I hope you're enjoying the show. You're listening to it on WGBB, Long Island's Community-Minded Station. We're back with Sandy with uh, a little bit more on relief pitching. Yeah, I just wanted to touch on a couple of more teams that we didn't talk about. One is Milwaukee. Uh, Doug Henry has been the closer. They pulled him. They tried a few other guys, but Orozco and Maldonado are not the answer. Expect for them to stay with Henry the rest of the year. I kind of disagree. I kind of like I kind of like that uh, Australian kid, Lloyd Graham Lloyd. Yeah. You think so? I I think he may get he finally may get a shot to do something there. I think I think they're sitting with the same position they were during spring training. They never really wanted Henry 
from the very beginning. They wanted to give Lloyd a shot, but I, I, I think Lloyd was hurt at the beginning of the year, and I think that slowed up the process. Okay, it's possible. Now let's uh, let's also talk about California briefly, and I'd like to hear what you have to say. We have, uh, I think at this point, they're using a righty-lefty with Butcher and Fry. That's what it looks looks like, yeah. And uh, I don't really see anybody on the horizon on that team. Well, isn't that that kid Percival, Troy Percival? We've been watching him for years. He should have stayed as a catcher. (laughs) He he had arm problems. They sent him down. If anybody's hanging around waiting for Troy Percival to come up, I think uh, let's see what happens next year. Okay. Uh, let's see. What, let's go to the phones. You got uh, Howard from Hempstead. Howard, you're on the air. Hey, how you doing? Oh, okay. uh, doing how great, you Howard. Doing? How are you enjoying the show? show? Hey, you enjoying the show? Yes, I am. Hey, I'm happy to hear that. It's kind of a dream come true. I hope you guys give me some inside information. For us, too. All right, go ahead. Let's see what you got. I'm preparing for my football draft. Right. I'm pretty set at quarterback, fullback, and all the other positions. Uh, I was wondering if you had any sleeper picks at the end. Yeah, well, there are a couple of guys who last year showed some some signs of brilliance, and then for one reason or another, they uh, they just uh, either died in the second half or uh, maybe got injured. Uh, uh, the guy I'm thinking of is uh, a third-year player on the Pittsburgh Steelers, Jeff Graham. Now, here's a guy who, in the first six games of the season, he had over 30 catches, he uh, sprained his ankle mildly, and it, and it hurt him for the rest of the year. Uh, he's a guy. You know, with uh, another guy who I've been watching, now that Montana is the quarterback over at Kansas City, they got J.J. Burden. He's had some nice numbers, but uh, is it possible? If you, if you believe in Montana, is J.J. Burden the Jerry Rice of the Kansas City Chiefs? The guy's got speed. He uh, he had eight touchdowns. He's had eight touchdowns in his career over four, and he averages fifty-four yards a touchdown pass. Mm. So uh, there you have two. There may be more. I can't uh, can't think of more offhand, but there they may be more. Thanks for your call, Howard. Alrighty. Uh, John and Belmore. Uh, thanks a lot. Okay then. John and Belmore. John from Belmore. How you doing? Great, John. I have a small rotisserie problem. Uh-oh. Is it a chicken? Uh-oh, chicken? Uh, it's a big problem. I have Barry Bounds and Joe Carter in my outfield. Terrible problem. That's a problem. Horrible problem. And I can't win. Well, who else do you have? Well, if you don't mind me telling you, I have John Crook. Not bad. Greg Biggio. Not bad. Pat Mustache. Not bad. Uh, 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 disappointment. Sable. Oh, he's, he's doing all right. At third. And then I uh, use a Carlos Garcia as my DH. How many teams in this league? Two? Sixteen. Oh, sixteen. I figured maybe if the other guys had Babe Ruth and uh, Mel Ott, they... What, what's your pitching staff? Oh, I have uh, Steve Avery. I have Basio. I have David Wells, Hanson, and then I have uh, Mitch Williams as my closer. So what's your weakest category? Sounds like speed. It's no, your weakest no category. Well, that's yeah. only one category, but, you know, I get calls every day trying... Everybody wants God. You know, everybody wants Bonds. But people offer me, like, uh, Albert Bell and Greg Maddox for them. Yeah, but John, John, don't get don't get hung up on on having a player and falling in love with a player. That's what that's what a lot of owners do. You you have to reduce it at one point during the year to a statistical research. You have to determine that you're lacking in a category that although up front you wouldn't trade bonds for an Albert Bell or a speedster, it may be in your best interest to unload him somewhere during 
maybe the mid portion of the year pick up on speed. Yeah, bonds, but, bonds, and those you know those players aren't really helping you. Yeah, but can you trade a bonds for an Albert Bell and Greg Maddox? Right yeah. now, it's it, forget the names of the players. It's it becomes at some point strictly statistics. Thanks, John. Thanks Thank for your call. You. Thanks. You know, uh, the, there's a, there are NFL, uh, there are football rotisserie drafts coming up this weekend. I think we should touch on it a little bit more. Uh, Howard mentioned he was looking for some sleepers. Unfortunately, we can't reach Mary Schmidt, who is a sports writer for the St. Paul Pioneer Press. I guess we're not big enough, guys. We need some more articles. <laughs> Maybe it uh, started snowing out. In yeah, yeah, we need some more press. But anyway, I know what she was going to say because I spoke to her on Wednesday. So I'll tell you what Mary Schmidt was going to say, and here it is. Listen to this very carefully. Now, the Minnesota Vikings, okay, had eleven had an eleven and five record last year. They were fourth in the NFL in scoring offense. Okay, now this team was dealt a big blow when uh, Terry Nelson went down. Terry Nelson, probably one of the top five halfbacks in rotisserie and fantasy football. Now, everybody is expecting Roger Craig to be the number one guy there, but uh, after speaking with Mary earlier in the week, she has told me that the number one guy over there may be. An 11th round pick out of uh, Clark College by the name of Charles Evans. Now, a sleeper, perhaps. I never heard of Charles Evans. <laughs> Anybody hear of Charles Evans? No. But he's supposedly having a terrific exhibition season. And uh, here's a guy who uh, may come very cheap. Uh, there are, are, are a lot of controversies that we hope to, um, hope to uh, find the solutions to uh, in the next couple of days. You have the Phoenix Suns with the quarterback controversy, Burline and Chandler. Cardinals. Uh, Phoenix Suns and, Ch- and Chambers and Tom and Chambers. Yeah. And, and Tom Chambers. And, and, and Marley. Marley, these guys could play football. Are you kidding me? Sure. Imagine having an offensive line with Barkley, Marley, and uh, and have Doug West, Doug as, West your, yeah. as your tight end. Or A lot of threes. Mark West. Right. Uh, okay, running backs. Rodney Culver of the uh, of the Baltimore Colts. He's a third-year player. He'll probably share some time with Anthony Johnson. But this guy had seven rushing touchdowns last year. Uh, Miami. Miami's got uh, – last year they had Higgs. He had an, uh, he had uh, knee surgery in the offseason. He's coming back slowly. I look for a rookie, another rookie. This is my second uh, uh, rookie here, Terry Kirby, uh, a rookie out of Virginia, and he could be the starting running back in Miami. Now, everybody knows, if you've been in fantasy leagues, uh, uh, John Stevens. He was a terrific back when he was at, in, at uh, New England. Uh, he was traded to Green Bay. Everybody's, everybody's talking about Green Bay this year as being the hot team. And it's very possible that uh, John Stevens, who may be a little bit on a down cycle in a lot of people's minds, may just bounce right back. So um, there you go. I mean, you know, all we read about here in New York is the Jets and the Giants. And uh, really, uh, we'll try to cover as much as we can. Well, so how about uh, you know? How about the fact that everybody's having their draft uh, coming up? Either they've had or they will be having it. How about some tips? How about some quick tips? Like um, how about how about kicking? Um, if your if your league uh, has extra points for length of kicks, you might want to go for at least one kicker that kicks indoors. It's very hard to try to get kickers that kick over 50 yards in Green Bay or uh, Meadowlands. Uh, the Meadowlands, <laughs> right. And, um, and of course, drafting uh, two tight ends or drafting a tight end and a quarterback uh, that's on the same team in which you get a bye. There are two bye weeks this year. Now, be very careful. Two bye weeks this year. That's very important because if you have two players at the same position, who are uh, who who have bye weeks at the same time? You're gonna you know what? And this is where the tape ends.
so you've heard it, the first uh, fantasy sports, the first rotisserie sports podcast ever. It was also my first time behind the microphone. Hope you enjoyed it. Send me a comment. Do you think I improved at all? I don't know. I know I'm different. Is it an improvement? Or have I gone backwards since the first time I've ever done a podcast or a broadcast? Thanks for listening, everybody. Leave a comment. I'd really appreciate it.